We're studying on the subject, stepping up with destiny. Say with me, destiny. Destiny. Oh no, you're not saying like you even understand what you're saying. Destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. The time has come for you and I to move into our God-given place. And that is our destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. In Jude, he said, contend earnestly for the salvation and for the faith. And in that scripture, you and I, our destiny was in there. So it was not just about salvation to heaven, but also to fulfill all that almighty God in his infinite wisdom planned concerning us. But he said we must earnestly contend. In other words, it will not come on a silver platter. Hallelujah. That is why you and I will have to step up. You see, everything about God goes up. Amen? So human beings grow up. Am I right? The plants grow up. Am I right? I mean, everything about God goes through scripture. They go up. The only thing that goes down is that which is dead. Or that which is not pure. Or that which is not befitting the presence of God. But everything that is of God goes up. Hallelujah. Amen. So we must step up with our destiny. Because I said, I have plans. I have thoughts. I have a purpose to bring you to unexpected end. Hallelujah. Amen. So we are not just coming in here and go, no, at the end of the day, something remarkable must happen to you and I to show that yes, of a surety, we serve a living God. Hallelujah. That's what Paul said, I am not moved by whatever goes around me. My only concern is to fulfill the cause of God. Praise Jesus. Amen. Even at the peril of his life. He said, none of these things move me. Neither count my life dear unto myself. But that I will finish my course with joy. So that on that day, God can look at me in the face. And say, well done, thou faithful and good servant. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The time has come for you and I to step up. With our destiny. With your destiny. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Step up into your destiny by driving away all the opposing forces. You see, anything that is of a God, the enemy is also against it. Are you aware of that? Praise Jesus. In Genesis chapter 15, from verse 7, God was talking to Abraham about his destiny. Can we project it? And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of air of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit it. I said, the time has come for you and I to drive away all the opposing forces 
that rise against our destiny. Hallelujah. From within and from without. Eight. And he said, Lord God, where shall I know that I shall inherit it? Go on. And he said unto him, Take me an heifer of three years old and a she-goat of three years old and a ram of three years old and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these and divided them in the midst and laid each piece one against another. But the best divided he not. Hallelujah. Listen carefully. Let's go on. This is where the problem is. So, God was dealing with Abraham concerning his destiny. And God said, bring me a sacrifice. You know, your sacrifice, our sacrifice is that which will bring God's attention to us and God's credence to us. Hello? Sacrifice, I can't wait him say. Where is my tree going? What for it, boy? In Tinyangumo chair, Abraham said, Bomb me a foribi. No, yeah, pepper, pepper. But look at what the devil they said. And when the fowls came down upon the carcass, Abraham had to drive them away. Otherwise, they will spoil the sacrifice. Is somebody hearing me? The time has come for you and I to step up into our destiny by driving away all the opposing forces. Those are the fowls of the air. They want to destroy that which will give credence of you before God. Praise the Lord. So, so many things will come, but you have to be resilient. And so we are trying. Tell your neighbor, trying. You guys will be a trying. What do you say? Trying. What do you say? Some of us, we are trying the wrong way. Praise Jesus. And only a two for our own But we can't try why we are tasso. Like when Paul knew, said, this is the destiny of God. Because he said, for almost all the time, the Holy Ghost has told him that these are some of the things that will be happening as you walk the journey of your destiny. And then a prophecy came. And the people misinterpreted the prophecy by the prophet Agabus. And he said, what are you people talking about? The prophet only said that this is what will happen. And I, I know it already. But they interpreted, oh, God has revealed, so don't go. No, God didn't say he didn't go. God was just confirming that, hey, what I told you, just remember. So that when you get there and they happen, you don't retreat. You continue. You step up and then end well. Hallelujah. Am I speaking to somebody here? Praise Jesus. So, the, the fowls will come. Drive them away. Tell your neighbor, drive them away. Oh, you are not saying like you mean it. Drive them away. Praise Jesus. When I was preparing, I mean, around three o'clock, one of the days, the Lord just woke me up and I was just praying and then whilst praying, certain confessions were coming. I want us just to be on our feet. Let's confess them as we continue. We're talking about stepping up with your destiny. Unkrabia, kasami wonkrabia. 
Are, are you sure you, 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 you believe what you are saying? Me have a destiny. Look at me very well. Sometimes you don't understand some of the decisions I'm taking. Praise Jesus. So, whilst I was praying and I was writing, because I was praying, the Lord brings and I write. Pray, pray. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand as we declare these confessions. I shall not die unborn. I shall leave my testimony. I shall leave my destiny. My testimony cannot be ruined. My testimony cannot be endangered. My testimony cannot be destroyed. Do you understand what you are talking about? Amen. I confront every highway in the realms that seek to go against my destiny, my progress, my increase. Am I rising up? In the name of Jesus. I receive grace. For more rising. In my personal revival. In my personal restoration. In my personal renewal. In my personal recovery. And in my personal discovery. This year you and I will recover and discover. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Your right hand. We've not finished. There are 11 of them. Amen. Amen. I shall be relevant in life. Do you believe what you are saying? I shall be relevant in life. I war against any power seeking to make me irrelevant in this life. Those are the fouls. They want to destroy. But you have to war. Praise Jesus. He says, since the time of John the Baptist. He said, and the sovereign what? And the violent that's what? They take it by force. So war against any power, any principality, any high-powered spirit that seeks to make you irrelevant in life so that you can step up with your destiny in the name of Jesus. My destiny cannot be hijacked. So obey to me and we are destiny. Unless you judge Praise the Lord. Around 3 a.m. And I said, let me share with you so that you two go. So I was praying, then he would give it to me, then I'll, I'll write, then I'm going. Hello. Praise the Lord. Nobody can hijack your destiny. The enemy will come in like a flood. But the Spirit of God will lift a standard on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. By the power in the blood. By the fire of the Holy Ghost. And in the name of Jesus. I confront any spirit. Seeking to hijack my destiny. 
in the name of Jesus. How is that rising to my high place? It's not just bread and butter. It calls for people who are area tassel. Time. Praise Jesus. The last one. Say, I, I mention your name. I, I, John Kofi Apia, shall fulfill my destiny. No, let's say it again. I, put your name there. I, John Kofi Apia, shall fulfill my destiny in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a clap of hands to take your seat. We are rising to our high place. And that is your destiny. Let me refresh your mind on some um, um, on, on destiny. You see, when we say destiny, your destiny is your high place in the Lord. According to his timetable for you on planet earth. Your high place in the Lord according to his timetable. Are you with me? In other words, where God wants you to be, note it. Who God wants you to be, what God wants you to do, and how God wants you to be. Are you with me, somebody? You should be able to answer all these questions. I know who God wants me to be, so nobody can come and mess me up. Praise the Lord. You must know where God wants you to be at this point in time. And you must know what God wants you to do. And that's why when Paul met Jesus on the way to Damascus, he said, Lord, who are thou? He wants to know him. Because when we get to know him, then we can receive from him. And then his next prayer was that, Lord, what would thou have me to do? Step up with your destiny. Tell your neighbor, you see, sometimes the enemy will come and whisper, are you, who are you, who are you? Then I also ask about you two, who are you? Hallelujah. Amen. So your high place in the Lord according to his timetable. That's why in Jeremiah 29, 11, you know, he said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I have plans to bring you to an expected end. Praise Jesus. In Psalm 40, verse 7 and 8, he said, a volume is written. That's God's timetable. That is God's high place. He said, then said, I know. This is Jesus. And it was repeated in Hebrews. He said, then said, I know, Lord, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. Try and error. No, 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 no. Tell your neighbor, no, no, try and error. Because a volume is written. So, what you and I need to do is find out what that volume is saying. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. That was why when Epaphras was praying for the church in Colossae, in Colossians chapter 4 verse 12, he says, he said, he's praying that they will be complete in all of the will of God. That is destiny. Not in some of the will of God. 
Colossians 4.12. He said, I prefer us who is one of you, a servant of Christ, salutes you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers. So if Ukrada, on the day that you are born, you use it as a fasting. I'm giving suggestions, you can go and practice it. And on that day, just let this verse alone be your prayer. It's a laboring fervently that ye may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. That is stepping up with your destiny. Amen? Tell your neighbor, I see a room. Hallelujah. Amen? Paul in Acts 20, 24, he said it. There's a none of these things move me. I've said it already. He said that I will finish my call. Let's read it. Acts 20, 24. He said, but none of these things move me because Paul talked about so many things that he encountered in life. So maybe you two you are saying, why am I encountering all these things? He, he never promised a, a problem-free life, but he promised victory at the end of the day. Is somebody hearing me? Praise Jesus. But the Amen. If you have that understanding, then you know that we will always fight from victory to victory. Praise Jesus. He told them, Go to the land that I promised unto you. And when they got to the brink, he said, Go, fight and possess. The first time years ago that I was standing there, I said, God, but you said you give him to so why are you now asking them to go and fight? He said, ah, it's part of the destiny journey. He said, go, fight, and possess your possessions. But before then, he has said, I've given the land to you. Lift your right hand and say, I will step up onto my destiny. You know, step up, transformer. If you have a 110 gadget and you bring it somewhere here you go buy a gadget that is one ten who program yes she so you need a step up transformer you need that the, 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 the transformer of the holy ghost to step you up to step me up so that we can get to where we want to go praise jesus hallelujah is someone being blessed so at the end of the day, Paul, like in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 5 to 8, which we all know, because Paul was one man who really taught much about destiny, purpose. He said, 2 Timothy chapter 4, 5 and 8. That's the second Timothy. Yes, it's about what thou in all things and your afflictions do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of your ministry. Make full. It is my responsibility. It is your responsibility to step. I said, make 
full proof. Who is to make the full, full proof? Oh, no, no. Let, let, we, are, we are talking to ourselves. Who is to make the full proof? Is it the ministers to make the full proof? Is it the papa? No. We will be guided, but at the end of the day, you and I will have to make. So Paul instructing his son Timothy. Said, Timothy, I've taught you a lot of things. And I'm telling you that make full proof of your ministry, of your service. When I say ministry, he's not talking about asofu. Uh, 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 no. Ministry is service. And service is your destiny. Praise Jesus. If you find yourself doing what God wants you to do, that is your destiny. That is my destiny. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we say step up with your destiny, all that we are saying is that let your life be shaping in glory. Because let your life be shaping in glory. Let your life register. Praise Jesus. As a stamp. Yes, way Amen. Say, Lord, help me to step up with my destiny in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let your life register and let it be relevant. Let your life be sharpened so that you can make impact. You see, in our days, we think making impact is only when many people get to know about it. You know, there are so many people hidden in some corners of the world. Nobody even hears of them. But I tell you, they are making impact more than the people that we see on the tellies. Hello? Am I speaking to the people of God? So it's not about the crowd. It's about what you are doing to affect and to infect your generation to make a positive impact upon their lives. Hallelujah. It is about achieving as far as God is concerned and not as far as men are concerned. So at the end of the day, you will seek for the volume that is written of you and you will pursue it. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you being blessed? You see, destiny is fulfilled only in God. So when we say step up with your destiny, you can't take out God. I met somebody who said, this day, you know, it's ways and means. I said, what do you mean by ways and means? For you a Christian, what do you mean by ways and means? He said, without me, you can do nothing. So destiny is fulfilled only in God. Praise the Lord. And God is fulfilled in our destiny. Because God is not happy when we are always working like people who have no father, like people who 
don't have any aim. God is not happy if our life is always the same negatively. Praise Jesus. Are you with me? God is not happy if things are not going well all the time. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, did you hear what he said? Praise Jesus. Let the Lord help us that our life will be sharpened to impact. Because you cannot just be anybody at all. Amen? You matter. Tell your neighbor, you matter. You matter. I can't hear what you're saying. Tell your neighbor, you matter. You're not just anybody. Sometimes that's what the devil wants us to think that, oh, who oh, they won't count like somebody said, Bobeminaya. So what do you mean? What do you mean? Do you know where I'm coming from? <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you are part of it. And we are all rising to a high place. That is our destiny. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Are you with me, somebody? So make your destiny a reality. That's what we mean by step up. With this, make it a reality by the guidance and the leading of the Holy Ghost and your personal effort. Two things the Holy Ghost will guide us, He will lead us, but our effort is also that's why I said with all diligence, with all effort, determination, hard work. Praise the Lord, perseverance. Strong hearts. And I'm going to say, no, I can Amen. I'm going to say, but we can Hallelujah. Like one time I was riding my bicycle in the dark. And a brother, I don't know what he wanted, he said, he wanted to so me do a, so I say, hi. And I stopped, I said, oh, so, uh, me, uh, me. I said, uh, he, said he, he thought he was doing it so that I would be afraid. I said, no. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the fear no evil. He said, come in, I'm in my blue. I said, Praise Jesus. Strong in heart. Because you are not just anybody at all. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But there are certain things we need to watch against if we have to step up with our destiny to God's glory. Number one, watch against fear of failure and opposition. Watch against fear of failure and opposition. Gideon had that problem. In Judges chapter 6, verse 11 to 16, when God is telling him that you are a mighty man of valor, go in this your strength, he was still saying, oh, because of fear, he said, I cannot do it. But God says, go in this your might. Praise Jesus. In Numbers chapter 13, verse 33. When God had already told them that I've given you that land and Moses has sent the 12 guys to go and spy. Some of them came because of fear. They said, 
we in our own eyes were like what? Grasshoppers. What I call the grasshopper mentality. Watch against it. Otherwise, you cannot step. Otherwise, you cannot fulfill your destiny. Hallelujah. He says, and there we saw the giant. Beloved, whether we like, we'll see giants. Hello? The sons of Anak, which come of the giants, and we were. Look at what he said. Oh, see, it is not the people who read. It is not the giants who saw them as grasshoppers. It is the people. They said, grasshopper. Abibie. Tell your neighbor you are not a Bibi. He said, in our own eyes, we saw ourselves as what? Grasshopper. That's what I call the grasshopper spirit, grasshopper mentality. Watch against it. Otherwise, you cannot step up. You cannot unfold the volume that is written of you. Amen. And so when the people were doing all those things, when you read further in, 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 in the same numbers 13, I think verse 33, Caleb said, we are well able. Tell your neighbor, you are well able. The way I'm saying is as if you yourself now are job. Tell your neighbor, you are well able. Well able to do what? Ask him, what, what, what do you mean by well able to do what? <laughs> are you sure? You are not just anybody at all. You matter. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So watch against fear and opposition. The second thing to watch against is that understand God's move and don't chicken out whenever he gets on the move. Bible said that the people of Israel had a problem with the Canaanites and then God spoke to a man, Barak, Judges chapter 4. Verse 4 to 9. He had already spoken to Barak that Barak, I'm going to use you too. But Barak was still not understanding God's move at that time. So God had to speak to him again through the prophetess Deborah. He said, and Deborah, prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at that time. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came to her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali and said unto him, had not the Lord, in other words, God has been speaking to Barak. But Barak did not understand that the time has come for God is moved. When the time is ready, you got to move. Praise Jesus. He said, had not God of Israel commanded, saying, go and draw toward Mount Tabor and take with thee 10,000 men of the children of Natalie and of the children of Zebulon. So I was asking, hasn't God spoken to you? 
What is it that God has put in your heart that you are still struggling and you are still giving all the excuses? And you are still thinking, no, this one there, it cannot be possible. Praise Jesus. I met somebody also. I read that car away, but you see, baby, I'm wanted there. So, what do you mean by that? God is not limited by space. Hello? If He has said it, He will do it. Praise Jesus. But look at what Barak said. He said, and I will draw to thee to the thee to the river Kishon Cesare, the captain of Jabin's army with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. And Barak said unto her, if you will not, you will go with me, then I will go. Pacho, tell your neighbor, so, so God has spoken to Barak. Barak, this is what I want to do with you. But Barak said, if Deborah, you, you go with me, then I will do it. But if you will not go with me, then I will not go. Like how the children, I mean, And so he missed it out. So God, through the prophetess, told him. Verse 9. And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest. So he took the journey all right. But he didn't fulfill his destiny. He said, The journey that thou takest shall not be for your honor, for the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman and Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh let that not be our story hallelujah that when God will minister you rise irrespective of the challenges or whatever you see around you hallelujah another thing that we need to watch against that don't condemn yourself and remain in a fault or an error quickly pinch yourself and rise up and move on the other day somebody cancel communion don't let the enemy condemn you praise Jesus he said the righteous will fall seven times and seven times he will do what Proverbs 24. And in 7, 8, he said, Rejoice not over me, O my enemy, for when I fall, I shall do what? I will rise up. This is the time for you and I to start. So watch against you condemning yourself. Rise up. And correct whatever you need to correct. Like God tells us, put your house in order. And rebound and keep moving. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Another thing we need to watch against that way before God, what you hear from others. Even, let me add this to others, the Lord, even men of God. Way. Because, beloved, not, nobody knows it all except God. And anybody can make an error or even lie to have their way and when you go through scripture you see some of them when you read first john chapter 5 verse 10 he said anyone who is born of god has the witness in himself so watch 
Somebody said, oh, this thing, my very close friend told me so that, no, weigh things before going. In other words, take time. And I'm saying this for us to understand that nobody knows it all. Praise Jesus. Let us be alive to the Spirit of God. The Bible says that the Spirit of God bears witness. Praise Jesus. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 1 to 5, the Bible said, David went to Nathan the prophet. He said, look, I want to build a house for the Lord. The prophet. And the prophet told uh, David, said, David, go. Whatever you have, go. The Lord is with you. But Nathan got it wrong. When you read verse 5, let's go to verse 5, verse 4 and 5. Because of time. And it came to pass that, now go to verse 4, yes. Go to verse 3. And Nathan said to the king, go, do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. Where did Nathan get that from? David came to him, oh, this is what I want to do. He said, oh, yeah, the Lord is with you. Go and do it. But the Bible said that very night, go to verse 4, and it came to pass that night, that night, the word of the Lord came unto Nathan saying, go and tell my servant David, that said the Lord, shall thou build me a house for me to dwell in? Nathan got it wrong. Are you with me? So if you can step up with our destiny, and fulfill the purposes of God for we need to take time and weigh things before God. Take time. What I say, take time, wait on God, and take time, wait for God. A lot of the time we are able to wait on God, but sometimes we, 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 are, we are not that patient to wait for God. It's like here. Praise Jesus. It's like nobody can help God. Amen. In 2 Kings chapter 4, 26 and 27, you see Elisha and the Shunammite woman. When the, the son died, and Bible said the Shunammite woman was going to Elisha, and then Elisha sent Gehazi to ask him, is everything well? He said, yeah, everything is well. And then when the, 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 the woman came to Elisha, he was going to hold the feet, and then Gehazi decided to do what? To shove her away. And Elijah said, no, don't do it. And listen to what Elijah said. He said, and when she came to the man of God, to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away. So, and the man of God said, let her alone. For her soul is vexed within her. And the Lord had hid it from me. And had not told me. Hello? I don't know what I'm saying. So watch against. Let's weigh things very well. I'm also speaking from experience. Let's weigh things very well. He said, the Lord 
has hidden it from me and has not told me. So, as at the time that the woman came to Eli Elisha, Elisha didn't know that the, the, the guy was dead. He said, and the Lord has not told me. So, Gazi, let her alone. Let, let her tell us whatever is worrying her. Because before then, she has asked, is everybody well? Is your son well? She says she's well. Is your husband well? He's well. Is everything well? Well. So why, why now come into? So in those days, if somebody should come and do, I mean, it's a serious thing. I'm just letting us know, as husband, that nobody knows. So, so please take your time. I met somebody saying, and it was this man of God who told me to do it. That's about in the Bible. Where did you see it? So it's the man of God said, so you have to do it. No, at the end of the day, we are not going to use the standard of the man of God to judge us. We are going to use the standard of the word of God. Amen? On that day, God is not going to judge us by our giftings and, and by our charisma. He's going to judge us by our character, our behavior, and how well we fit into the volume. How well we fit into his destiny. For us, praise Jesus. Amen. Are you there? In First Kings chapter thirteen, the first time I read this scripture, I, I, I was like blaming God. But God, you know, you know about this man of God, and then the old prophet. God sent him right from uh, from 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 Judah to Bethel to go and do so many things. And God told him that when you finish. Don't go. By the way, you can go. Don't eat. Don't do anything. Go back. And Bible said, even the king that the man helped, the king wanted to bless him. And he told the king, even if you give me half of your kingdom, I won't do it because this is what God has told me. But Bible said, an old prophet. And, and, and I, the first time, years ago, when I was studying, I said, God, but this is not fair. And God said, no. What I tell you, do it, irrespective of whoever counters it. Because the young man of God told the prophet that God has told me not to. But listen to what the, the, the man said. Can we go to, I think, verse 18? Go to verse 18. But when you have time, read the whole scripture. Go to verse 17. Do you know when the, 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 the old prophet told him, come to my house and eat and, and blah, blah, blah. For it was said to me, and the, the man answered him, it was said to me by the word of the Lord. We're talking about destiny. You don't joke with destiny. He said, it was told me by the word of the Lord, thou shalt not eat, no bread, nor drink water there, nor turn again to go by the same way that thou camest. So, the, the, the man of God, the young man of God, was telling this prophet that this is what God had told me. That's what I'm saying. Watch against. Let's take time. Wait on God. Wait for God so that we can wait things very well. Then, listen to what the man, and he said unto the old prophet, I am a prophet also, as thou art. And an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord. Oh, Jesus. Saying, bring him back with thee into your house that he may eat bread and drink water. But look at what he said. But he lied unto him. The old prophet lied. 
I've been some place where I see men of God lie. And I tell myself, if, if you had approached me with that, I'll tell you, that's here the Lord, you are lying. But thank God they don't come near me. They know those people they will go to and say they are lies to. But I said, but he lied unto him. And that's where I would say, but God, but it was not his problem. It was the old prophet. Why didn't you deal with the old prophet? He said, no. I spoke to the young guy. I didn't speak to the old guy. And so, and the sad thing, verse 19, that was where, when, when I was, I studied this last years back, but when I was praying, it just, it just came to me. And so, no, go back to verse 18. He said, I must also eat, drink, blah, blah, blah. Then, verse 19. So he went back with him and did eat bread in his house and drank water. I said, the day I fell, I said, God, no, God, this is not fair. Then after eating everything, look at what happened. This same old prophet. <laughs> and he came to pray, as they sat at the table, that the word of the Lord came unto the old prophet. That brought him back. Go on. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, That saith the Lord, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee. We are talking about destiny. Let's take our time. Because nobody knows it all. So be doubly sure, like Papa always said, be doubly sure. be, being doubly sure is not a sin. So if it will take you 20 years to be doubly sure, please, that is better than rushing. Praise Jesus. When you go, please come. The end of it was that this same old prophet who lied was used by God to prophesy to the man that you won't get to your destiny, you'll die. And surely, surely, the young man died. The first year, the man said, God, this is not fair. God, this is not fair. You should have dealt with the old man. I said, no. I spoke to the young man, so he should have known better. Yes, what God has said, as I said, once has God spoken, and how many times will you hear? Twice. What do you mean, say? Nyanku bonka e, upa ko, upa e, onsisa. He said, I'm the Lord God, I change it not. That was why Balaam, 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 Thank God for, for that donkey. Like you have been killed like a goat. You went to God and God told you, my friend, you cannot curse the people. Then you went and then Balak increased the price money. <laughs> then he went back again. God, should I go? And God said, go. Sometimes some of them go, then you go. So God, God said, go, go. Thank God for the donkey. The sword was ready to because I once has God spoken. See, one time somebody said, and I'm fasting to see whether God can change. So we only fasting by bribe God. We don't use fasting to bribe God. Hello. Now Jane said, Oh, fasting and Yankumo and Hunumabonans, Sadim Kayase, Abe, Yanisa. Fasting and Sasan Yankupo, fasting as a son. Any will GDA, any will sue, any will buy, any will not go for any. Amma, 
Utibiana, I a senior, I feel so free, radio, eddy, Utiu. But fasting, when Sanyan Copon said your tenor, Sanoti. Praise Jesus. So please, let's watch against this. Let's weigh things very well. Let's talk about some factors. There we go. Some factors that we need. Be strong on God's word. Be strong on God's word. Hallelujah. When you read Isaiah 50, verse 6 to 7, Jesus said it. Jesus saw all the things that were to happen to him. The shame and the agony and everything. But he said, I am ready to face it. In Isaiah chapter 50, verse 6 and 7, he said, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the air and I hid not my face from shame and spitting. Then verse 7, he says, for the Lord God will help me, say God will help me to fulfill my destiny. Do you believe it? Go, call on him. He said, Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like what? A flint. A flint is a hard stone. It's all in just a That's how you're trying. I see, my, see my name, ding, ding, ding. Nothing will move me. That's why he went to the cross for that shameful death for you and I. Praise Jesus. When you read Matthew chapter 26, 36, and 38 there about when they, 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 were, they went to the garden you could see that Jesus was agonizing you see but he was strong on God's word that this is what my father has said so I have to do it praise Jesus amen don't chicken out tell your neighbor don't chicken out in Numbers 13, 30, like I said, Caleb, when the people were making all the noise, the Bible said, and all the Israelites were crying and they were shouting, confusing in the camp. And the Bible said, and Caleb stood and still, the Christ said, look, we are well able. Where did he get his confidence from? From the word of God. Be strong on God's word. Tell your neighbor, be strong on God's word. But how can you be strong on God's word when you don't know it? That's our problem. We don't know. Praise Jesus. So, prophet, I met a woman. He went to his house with corn. Oh, dear, bro. Oh, dear, So, prophet, this is dear, bro. I say, bro, if you find out, I'm going to have a woman. So, get to know this God and let him show you the right way. And thank God he did it. And today, it's working. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Is someone being blessed? Have what I call the inquiring and inquiring heart. Seek God's face on all issues through prayer and fasting. Seek his face before his strength. In our day, people are just seeking his face for strength, power to demonstrate. No. And so you see men of God, women of God, Christians just disgracing Christendom. Saying things they ought not to say. Once I heard somebody say, bruh, me, me na me besa o yari eno. 
So, brother, come. I will hear you. I say, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yes, God said, in my name. That's what God said. He said, in my name. So let the pointer be on the Lord, not you. I said, bro, me, 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 hold on, hold on. This is a mistake. It's an anathema. And I love what the other person said. He said, come, I will pray for you and God will heal you. I think that one is better than Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? First Chronicles 6, 16, 11. Let's seek his face before his hand or his strength. Seeking for him is seeking for his purpose, his will, his destiny for us. How do we do it? How do we go about it? Amen? You, you can do the right thing in the wrong way and makes everything wrong. Are you aware of that? That's why Paul told the, 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 the church that don't let your good be evil spoken of. You say, oh yeah, but, but the way you are going about it, it will make everything wrong. But when you seek his face, then he will show you how to go about it, what to say and what not to say. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you with me, somebody? Proverbs 11, verse 14. Put down the first Chronicles 16, 11. When you go, please read it. Seek his face before his, his hand or his strength. He said, to me, to me, to me. No. I see them just, just pray and fast just to power to, and, and that's all. No. Like I said, God will not judge us based on, on the, the power that we display. We judge us based on our character, our behavior, and how we projected him and how we fit into his agenda on planet Earth. That's why we need to find out God's purpose and God's destiny and let's step up and get into it. Hallelujah. Proverbs 11 said, Proverbs. Proverbs 11, 14. 11, 14. He said, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is what? Safety. So it's part of the inquiry. Thank God we are blessed with the man of God, the chief servant of God, we are blessed with the man of God, the woman of God, people around. So seek counsel. That's what I call the inquiring and inquiring heart. Seeking to know. You don't rush. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The other factor we need is what I call the faith, hope, and patient life. Faith. You must be a man of faith. Feed your faith. The Bible said faith comes by what? Hearing. Romans 10, 17. And, and be a man of hope. A woman of hope. So who GD? And who need And who Patience is what? Abutre. 
no destiny person is an opportunist. Because Bible said, in his time, he makes all things what? Beautiful. And he said, the man of destiny, the woman of destiny, it is he, God, who orders his steps. That's why I said, mark the perfect man, behold the upright. That is the person who is chasing after God's destiny for his life. He said, the end of that person is what? Peace. Praise the Lord. Amen. So be a man of faith. Hope. And it does so. And patience. And then the other factor is what I also call FTO. Faith. Trust in God and obedience. The first one is FHP. The second one is FTO. Your faith. So realize that in both ways, Faith is very, very important. You cannot move with God without faith. So you must practice your faith. The first one, feed your faith with the word of God and then practice it. Trust God. Feed your obedience. One sister called me from outside and said, then I asked her, how is your FTO? I said, what is FTO? So how is your faith now in God? How is your trust now in God? And how is your obedience? He said, thank you. I've gotten the answer. The next time he calls her, bless you. Because she was veering off. I said, watch your FTO. Your faith, your trust in God, and your obedience. What has God said that you are not doing? Go and check and do it and you'll be okay. Praise the Lord. In hope. And impatience. You know the story of Jacob. Bible said because she, he loved Rachel, he was asked to serve for how many years? How many years? Seven years. And then when the seven years was due, he was swerved. Hello? But, but, but Jacob realized that his destiny is with who? Rachel. So when he was so, you have to serve another seven years. He said, yes, I'm ready. Faith, hope, patience. Praise the Lord. And he waited. In Habakkuk, he said, I'll stand upon my watch and wait to hear what he will tell me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. David, David was anointed as king when Samuel was sent. But it was after more than 10 years before the crown was put on his head as king. Maybe if I were to ask, oh, maybe it wasn't true. Maybe the prophet was lying to me. Hallelujah. Amen. The last now says that build a strong foundation for your life. And all that we want to say is that let go of the past. Let go of your past mistakes. Let's go of your past errors. And let's go of your past achievements. Paul said, I count all the things I've done as Lord, and I strive towards the high calling. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 to 14. And Proverbs 24, verse 16, he said, the righteous will fall seven times, he has to rise up. So, let go. If you want to build a strong foundation of your life, let go of the past. And man obey and far two properly redefine your focus 
your purpose, your direction, with no distractions and deviations. Proverbs 4.25. He said, look straight on. 4.25. He said, look straight on. And maybe be a any day. And you will need in Phoebe be a woke up. Who can match you? I was saying, let your eye be single. Yes, only when he shared to me in my head, a bubble. Amen. Praise Jesus. The other thing we need to build a strong foundation that we must be planted in the house of God. Psalm 92, 12, and 13. When I say be planted in the house of God, what I mean is identify yourself well with your church. And then two, have regard for church authority. And three, love the brethren. And four, make yourself useful in church. Have I communicated? Be planted, number one, identify. Say sorry. Identify well with the church. Two, have regard for authority. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? And three, have love for the brethren. And four, is what? What's the fourth one? Make yourself useful. What are you doing, church? That's why this year said everybody must find himself herself doing service. Get into a department. We're talking about stepping up. He said, they that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. A lot of us have not planted ourselves well. And so our destiny is just going like this, like that, like that. But if you rise up and love the brethren, have respect for authority, identify yourself well, say, yes, I am an Adonite, and then make myself useful, the Lord will take you far. Praise Jesus. And the last thing to say is that be a prayerful person. Feed on the word. Grow in what I call the school of worship. Yes, I always tell God, God, help me to grow in the school of worship. You know, worship is a school. Hello? Have you, you know school, go to school, go to worship school. In your closet. Yeah, tell God, God, take me through. Then see that the songs are coming, just like that. Take me through. Feed on the word. Be prayerful and grow in the school of worship. You realize that all these things will help you build a strong foundation that will help you to be able to step up into your destiny. Hallelujah. Let the Lord help us that you and I will rise up. But don't forget that there will always be fowls that will try to destroy. But tell yourself that I am getting there. Hallelujah. Be on your feet wherever you are. Lift your hands unto the Lord. That we, we need to depend on his grace. 
depend on his mercy and depend on his peace. Paul said, I am what I am by his grace. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Please, give me Lamentations chapter 2, verse 33. The mercies of the Lord. The mercies of the Lord. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. 322. We need to depend on his grace. Depend on, he says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not so consumed because his compassions fail not. Hallelujah. His mercy will take us out of any calamity. His grace will grant us ability and his peace will give us the tranquility that will help us to focus. He said, thou will keep him in perfect peace. Him whose mind is staying on you. Lift your hands onto the and just talk to the Lord. Pray that you shall fulfill your destiny. Pray that you shall rise up to your high place.